This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Dan Salki of winnerscoming.net. I'm here with Mia Johnson of fansighted.com, virtually speaking. We are still yes. uh, holed up in our homes because the coronavirus is ripping the world infrastructure asunder. Mia, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I think I'm going to make a supply run today, get a little fresh air. <laughs> I careful. call it supply runs now, not going out for. Oh, I will. I will. You know, keep your distance. <laughs> How about you? It's fine. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's. I'm kind of an introvert, sort of anyway. Like, I go out, of course, but yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of enjoying it so far. I mean, I know it's yeah. sensitive people. We'll get to that. And thanks everybody for joining us. Hey, Julie, good to see you here. Everyone else watching. Um, yeah, we're gonna keep going over the news you need to know. Have the insights you want. Talk all things fantasy, sci-fi, Game of Thrones, Song of Fire, Star Wars, Mandalorian, the Westworld, et cetera, and so forth. You could possibly know up to you in the state of the world as uh, it revolves around entertainment, which is going through a, you know, a big shift right now, obviously, because the coronavirus is, you know, affecting all businesses in every part of the world. Although there are some hopeful signs that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, Terry. I thought we would start because I think, I, I think that we're both into this at this point with uh, the new episode of Westworld, The Winter Line. So, <laughs> let's start with the Game of Thrones uh, cameo, shall we? It's yeah. <laughs> so, we'll talk about the episode yeah. too. But we got a Game of Thrones return. David Benioff and Dan Weiss, um, uh, cultural pariahs, managed to uh, show up in a cameo on this episode of Westworld, which is, of course, about robots um, rebelling against their masters and going crazy, and they were two Delos techs working at the company that makes Westworld with special guest. And Julie, by the way, I am I am covering devs. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch devs tonight. I decided to. So it looks good. I like the recommendation. I've heard a lot of good things about it. But yeah, they turned up as um, a couple of devs in the park just talking about how they're going to break Drogon down for parts and ship to Costa Rica. Which was apparently a Jurassic mm-hmm. Park reference, by the way. Yeah, I read that. If, uh, I was like, I they're, guess. They're turning up. <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? I was, I think you told me before the episode even aired, because I had seen it about the cameos. I did not even know that was them at first. What really got me was uh, the dragon. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like they're <laughs> clearly giving yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. And 
a lot of people now are wondering um, if, you know, some people like, well, is Westeros like a Dillos Park or, you know, all that. Uh, what I find interesting, though, is that um, I believe the showrunners are Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. Yes. Um, they've done a couple interviews and they were talking about basically how it all came together. And it was kind of like in part with um, Benioff and Weiss and also part with George R. R. Martin, which is interesting. Okay. Um, they were like, yeah, we're good friends with um, D&D and we wanted to figure out how we can incorporate them into the show. But also they, um, I had read that George R. R. Martin was also a fan of the show. Um, and he was the one who's really gunning for like some sort of crossover. <laughs> so it's like, you could oh, yeah. call this a, a crossover cameo, whatever you want. But I think it, it, it turned out really fun. It was something for, you know, the fans like, Oh, look at that. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, I, I, I saw folks saying like, Oh, it's too cute. Took me out of it. I'm like, Oh, come on. It was like a cute yeah. little nod. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like if you want to believe Westeros is a Westeros world or whatever, fine. But if you yeah. say it's a cute little thing too. <laughs> and then George R. R. Martin is a nerd from a long way back. I mean, he's worked in TV. He works on this thing yeah. called wild cards. that is like a big shared superhero universe that he's always talked about. Nobody cares about. But um, he, it, it doesn't surprise me that he'd be totally up for a crossover thing. He is yeah. that kind of guy. He's all for crossing yeah. the screens. One caveat, though, somebody was like, I think this might have been Polygon. They had no, mentioned uh, in the Westworld movie sequel, Future World, there's actually a part called Medieval World. Uh, and so that also takes some of the fun out of it as well. It's like, well, like, it's yeah. just basically you know, uh, taking from future world, but you know, it, you, it's whatever you want. Yeah. They're like, we'll neither confirm nor deny what it is. So you can have fun with it. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're going to have season four. It's all about we're, 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 like revealing that there was a narrative robot the entire time. Yeah. It's a fun <laughs> As the episode itself, I really liked it. Um, I think the show is, uh, working on getting me back this year. I think it's been a little more yeah. fun, a little more snappy. I like this one. I like Maeve as a character a lot, Fanny Newton. I think it's always a good choice yeah. to revolve a thing around her because she has like a humor that Dolores scenes just don't really, just don't <laughs> as much. Yeah. It's a bit of a light yeah. and a sassiness, and I like her quips. And just, it, it, it's, it's, She's just fun to follow more than say yeah. Dolores. So I I'll say, I definitely yeah, I'll say for this episode, it was kind of like, because the first episode was very much Dolores and this episode was very much just made. There were like no oh, Dolores yeah. whatsoever. Besides like a few, you know, utterance of her name. And this was the episode that actually last week was kind of like, yeah, for me, because it was completely Dolores. But now that they brought Maeve back, I was like 100% in. And because they went back to the parks, but they also had this like super meta, like simulation thing where <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Which the drunk guy or whatever who was in last week's episode was talking about, what if it was a simulation and within a simulation, that'd be so weird. Yeah, and I was like, I'm on to you. <laughs> I knew hey, that was going to come up later. <laughs> was I the only person who thought about the episode of Rick and Morty where they were in a simulation and he, he did yeah. that exact same thing where he like overloaded the processors so it stopped yeah. it able to escape? Like, <laughs> it was a dramatic version of that. But it was very Western. It was very like kind of trippy. It was very... Um, you know, mind blowy without being really yeah. obnoxious and preachy about it. So I think it's a good place for the show to be in. 
So far, yeah. I'm liking the return. Although I have a question for you. Um, ratings are down, at least live ratings mm. are down. Um, do you think maybe the show, because I can imagine the people that, that the show lost spoke last season, where again, mm. to me, it was a little too um, long-winded and uh, didn't seem really know where it was going and too up its own yeah. butt a little bit. And I think it's improving now. I think it's just, it's, it's just, I, I love how straightforward it is. I like that it's having a little more fun. That scene where the robot with Maeve's um, core was like running yeah. through and like knocking <laughs> yeah. folk over, that was a good time. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun. But um, yeah, I, 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 I wonder if it's just lost people that's not going to get back. Probably, maybe, maybe people are waiting just for the rest of the series to come out so they can binge it all the way through. But I can definitely see that. It's like a lot, you know, because I pretty much binged it front to back without, you know, I could set my own parameters. And so, like, if ever there was a mystery that I was like clinging on to, I could literally just hit the next button and be like, okay, <laughs> time to figure out what happens next. So I can, I can see that for some viewers where it's like, you know, not a, I mean, even for myself, sometimes it's just not a priority to catch things when they air. Um, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine some people were really just confused. I see a lot of people who are still confused this season <laughs> about like what's going on, what's happening. Um, and maybe they're done with the games. They're like, I can't take <laughs> To me, of course, I'm still hanging in. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would. I don't know how the season ends. I'm at least, you know, curious to see what happens. And if they want to wrap up this season or keep going. Yeah. And as a plus side, uh, this season is going to air in its entirety. Which is not what we can say for some other shows that are currently being uh, pushed yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, hello, Jen, Shelly, hello, everybody else who's joining us. Hope you're having a good time. So I thought <laughs> after that little fun jaunt about talking about robot apocalypse, um, let's talk a little bit about the crumbling state of the entertainment industry as it tries to grapple with the uh, still ongoing coronavirus crisis. Because there's yeah. a lot of stuff that's still going on. Um, we're still seeing cancel, we're still seeing pushbacks, and we're starting to see it for like sh- like TV shows that are in the middle of running, which is very interesting to me. Yeah. So let's see. We got The Walking Dead World Beyond is going to be this Walking Dead spinoff show they were going to do. Just ended up getting, it's not going to air. Like, it was going to yeah. air on April 12th, right after Walking Dead finale. They're just going to, I think it's all shot. It might not be all like post-produced, but it's all shot. And they're just yeah. going to uh. not air it, for a while anyway. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead season 10 finale, which is going to air April 12th, is just not going to be aired either. So yeah. the season is going to end <laughs> with a second to last episode, which is going to be strange. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with Supernatural. I think they aired the last episode we'll see for a while this past Monday. And then they're just like, that's it for a while. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. And- I think, well, I the Supernatural. No, no, no. You might be right. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. It's like so much to keep up with now. You're like, oh my God, okay, this thing is being moved. This This thing isn't actually being moved. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. And then the big one you're going to say. Oh yeah. And then, and then the movie side, we got like Wonder Wonder Woman 1984 got bumped from uh, June to August, which again, you you look at that and you think like, okay, so if they're, if they're sure that we're not going to be back in, 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 in theaters by June, um, (laughs) that's too bad. So we're, we're at least in this for another couple of months um, until they want to release things again. Um, 
it's surprising to because like I'm so used to like watching HBO and Netflix shows that I forget that like some other shows like Supernatural or The Walking Dead like oh right like you don't like film all your stuff and do it all yeah put it all. like you actually just <laughs> have to go sometime which is the way most shows work so it's yeah. fine but um so that surprised me like oh like now like shows that are running right now are being interrupted and it's unfortunate yeah. and I wonder um yeah we're. I wonder if if we'll live to like be in like a total entertainment dead zone Oof. at some point, Oof. like a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about that. I know what's interesting <laughs> is that um, I do get um, like email updates from AMC, who you know airs Walking Dead, and specifically for World Beyond, <clears throat> I had gotten um, screeners, some episodes to review, oh, which cool. I was like, ah, you know, it's not really for me, but I was aware that they had episodes to review. Right. And then, like yesterday, the day before, they were like, wait, don't publish any reviews. We're going to postpone everything. And I'm like, hey, you don't have to tell me twice. But um, yeah, that was really interesting. And then to see yesterday about The Walking Dead, um, which they really just had a big episode with Michonne, which I I know about. I don't watch. So, you know, I, I won't spoil anything. But. Yeah, it's really interesting to think now that it's like people just kind of have to wait, <laughs> unfortunately, deal with it. Um, I think in Supernatural's case, they were saying like something was it was filmed or whatever they had, but the yeah. post production team is like on hiatus, so that's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, though I will say for Wonder Woman, though, I am so glad that they're giving her a big screen release still, and not you know. I, I figured VOD video on demand wasn't going to be an option, but I'm like, now <laughs> I'm just happy to know for sure that she'll still be in theaters. What's the thing? Like we have, we heard yet about a movie that got delayed that they're just going to put on, put on demand. Like so far, um, like, cause they delayed like, yes. they, like, like they've like pulled the new mutants. They pulled some yeah. thing. They yeah. pulled some horror thing from cypher to who. James Wan, um, but I don't think I've heard of like we're just gonna put the it on the one. The one exception which I heard yesterday was, um, oh my gosh, Lovebirds with um, Kumail and Johnny, uh, uh-huh. which was supposed to it got kind of like I think they were supposed to be at South by Southwest, and they mm-hmm. got knocked from that, and then it was supposed to have a big release, so that is coming to Netflix. But otherwise, yeah, you're right. Pretty much every other movie. I, and I think it makes sense. Like, if it hasn't come out yet, I think it deserves to still have a theatrical run. They'll get their money eventually. <laughs> it's, like, just not now. I mean, um, hopefully. Like, I wonder if, like, for right now, we haven't heard about that that much. I wouldn't be shocked if it does come to that. Like, if, yeah. if, if, if this goes on for, like, another two, three months... Like, I'll bet someone will crack. Because eventually there's there's not going to be enough room in the release schedule. Like, you got to get your stuff out there exactly, when you can. Exactly, yeah. And you know what? I did hear, um, or I've read that the Universal movies like Invisible Man and Emma, like, they're all getting good oh, yeah. returns. Those, now. Those, those, People are, you know, choosing to totally. watch at home. It's like, we really got nothing better to do anyway. So, <laughs> you know, why not give them 20 bucks to rent a movie? Oh, yeah. Netflix subscriptions or viewership is way up. I'll bet yeah. Disney Plus is... Isn't it weird that, like, there are some businesses this is actually kind of helping, like, these streaming yeah. companies? Probably, like, <laughs> cha-ching! Just a little yeah, bit. I, I guess it's like, yeah, just like, well, we closed our doors, you know, the parks aren't <laughs> running, we can't do this, can't do that, so... Um, even though somebody said the Frozen 2 thing was a conspiracy because Disney closed their um, college program, 
And so they wanted to get the press away from that, which is sad. They have their, you know, like they bring people from all over the world to do the Disney program. And so that was unfortunate. And then it was like, and then they released Frozen 2 the next day. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, it is kind yeah. of... I. I feel like the media has enough to write about right now that it's not going to pay over attention to that anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. call BS so. on that little series. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it it's like, yeah, thank goodness they've got like these things in their back pocket to kind of keep them going and streaming is really showing to be a viable option. And then it's like, yeah, in the future, are we just going to get used to this and be like, well, I want to watch Birds of Prey at home. So, you know, give me my movie now. <laughs> Sherry says that uh, Instacart and Uber Eats are thriving. That's a good point. It was yeah. kind of like, that it's kind of, it's, I don't know if it's like lucky or unlucky that this happened now. Like if this, if this plague hits like 20 years ago, <laughs> like we would have like your movie collection and I hope that's enough for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least we have things yeah. like that too. By the way, yeah, I um, think about that. Yeah. Jen asks, is the Witcher on hold? Yes. Everything's on hold. Um, yeah. Yeah, everything's on hold <laughs> for right now. No one's really doing anything. Um, and, uh, yeah, Julie, I agree. Some people saying it's a conspiracy or something that bugs me. Yeah, I mean, people love people love conspiracies in general. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely. <laughs> I'm not into it, but it, it, this, yeah. this, it's also, you know, as we're all huddled up in our homes um, trying to pass the time, it is... I think making some of us do some things that are a little silly. Um, yeah. And that includes people like us, people who are a little more famous and wealthy than us. For instance, what do you make of Gal Gadot's, who plays Wonder Woman, speaking of Wonder Woman, yeah. um, attempt to gather celebrities together to sing individual <laughs> lyrics of John Lennon's Imagine. Imagine, Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll watch it, clip from it first, and then we'll... Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people living. All right. So those are a bunch of movie stars singing Imagine to each other in a video. Okay, so this came out, Mia, like a week ago, a little less than a week ago. Yeah, a couple, of, yeah. I, I I think everybody has lost track of time, so what has happened at some point <laughs> between this week and last? Wednesday. How? The days don't exist anymore. <laughs> do. Okay. I mean, well. I mean, again, we're lucky because we're at work, so we, so like, I, like, I, I, I cling to that. So yeah. So I'm more there. Oh, Although, yeah. God, I hate not being able to, like, ride my bike into work or, like, I, just, I feel like I'm atrophying here. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that video came out and almost immediately got a ton of blowback. Um, yeah. Basically, for people accusing you, people of, oh, great, all these rich folk who have giant homes are going to sing Imagine <laughs> to me, yeah. and that's going to suddenly make it so my landlord won't evict me or that I'm going to have enough yeah. toilet paper to last through this. Good, good job, Amy Adams. I'm so glad you can riff on the John Lennon lyric. What do you think of this? Yeah, one? yeah. It really, you know what? At first, I thought it was cute, and like I didn't think anything of it. It did like the whole atmosphere of the celebrities being like, "Oh my god, I'm so bored. I'm just gonna be on Instagram and Twitter all day." To me, was kind of like it's like, well, the rest of us 
are at home all day in our pajamas too. Like, you know, it's not anything new to us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to see, it's kind of like, I get that we want to have this boost in morale, but I also understand where people are coming from, where it's like, this is not, you know, you're putting Band-Aid over like a gunshot wound. That's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna fix anything. Um, yeah, it's like maybe, you know, if they wanted to be generous and reach into their pocketbooks and share the wealth, you know, share the toilet paper, hand sanitizer, that would work. I think Ryan Reynolds did a million dollars. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. He is the one angel. And there's like, I I read of a couple other people. I think Rihanna as well. So, yeah. (laughs) I thought it was harmless, but just like, you know, and maybe a a bit of an ill-considered uh, maybe if you should have thought about this for a second, the, yeah. the, the ones I like most were the ones who are like doing like the Mariah Carey riffs on it. Ooh, like going like, yeah. imagine yeah. all the people. It's like, this is already a weird table case thing. Yeah. Don't we didn't need all that. Like yeah. Mariah Carey had the good sense not to do this. Just be like that. So it was, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was harmless, but kind of funny. And I'm sure yeah. there will be, weirdly consider things like that. Have you seen the one where, where Madonna is doing like vlogs her, naked in her bathtub? Bathtub, yeah. Ooh, did we need that? Her. We, no, we yeah. don't have any footage. Sorry, I don't have any footage of that. But um, people are going to go a little stir crazy. It's just, it's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Is that, I saw something where it said Lionel Richie wants to do another uh, was that we are the world, we are the children. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But like it would be all skyped in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't come to the studio and and you know what? I also feel like when that song was released, it was still a time where you weren't following celebrities twenty four seven. To see Lionel Richie and I'm drawing a blank on who now, but you know, together that was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I feel like now it's to the point where you know I see a celebrity every day on my timeline. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> so to have them all come together, I don't think would have the same impact as it did in what like the the eighties. As Sherry says, the, the song was a sweet effort to entertain us, and they weren't able to do it any other way. More or less, I do actually agree. Like, I don't feel attacked by it or anything. I yeah. just, I, I'm happy for the entertainment, frankly. And I'm kind of curious about what other things will uh, people get creative and do within their homes yeah. over the next um, couple of yeah. months. While this goes Everybody's on. jumping to TikTok. Ellen is like calling everybody in her phone book. Uh, there's a lot of things. I guess I gotta get the TikTok going. Okay, we'll try. Um, <laughs> yeah, Julie says everyone is doing it. They can't stand up in the top five minutes. I think when you take, you know, celebrities who are used to having a lot of attention and and cut them off from everything, it's only natural they might um, do some grandstanding. But you know what? Have fun <laughs> as long as it makes yeah. it funny. Um, and there are signs that the entertainment industry and life in general could recover. So. I was happy to see reports uh, today, yesterday, around the corner of of movie theaters opening again in China, like mm-hmm. around 600 or 700, which is, of course, where the disease began in Wuhan, in the Huhui province, I want to say. Um, that country has it more or less under control. Like, there are very few to no new cases being reported. So theaters, mm-hmm. a lot of th- like country theaters have reopened. Um, which I think, like, I just, I just want to say, like, that's good news to hear because it means there's an end to this, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the end of the rainbow. Yes. There's light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> and in order, the, the other interesting part is in, because 
they're opening the theaters again, but because people have like you know been holed up for a while, they're still a little skittish about going outside and gathering. Yeah, right? Which I understand. So they're going to re-release things like all four Avengers movies. They're going to re-release some. They're going to re-release Avatar. They're going to re-release Inception and Interstellar, which apparently have big followings in China. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Along with a lot of uh kind of popular Chinese movies that we've never heard of, but are huge hits like Wolf Warrior 2, which is like a giant movie, but no one's here has seen it because it's only a Chinese thing. But anyway, yeah, the, the, the strategy of these big re-releases to get people to come back, like, you know, to kind of say, come on back. It's okay mm-hmm. to go out of the house again and go back to movie theaters. Yeah. Um, which again, I think is, a, is very positive. It shows that hopefully this is something that we will be seeing like in, in two months from now. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, because I, I know our American president has some ideas about how quickly <laughs> we should be stimulating the American economy and getting back to things. Um, what's where it's like that one Texas governor who's like, yeah, the grandmas are willing to die for our economy <laughs> or something oh, like that. It's like, ooh. Like, but are they? Is that really the type of rhetoric we should be using right now? Um, so yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, that started in December and that was three months ago. Um, yeah. So I definitely, for it to have gotten to the point where it is now, I definitely don't think we should be running to follow their lead right this instant and open oh, up restaurants. No. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying oh, yeah, like, yeah, giving it like time, China's yeah. like a preview of like where we hopefully right. will be in like two right, months. Yeah, so in something. two or three months. Yeah, like May, June, whenever it's like, there is, like you said, the light at the end of the tunnel. As long as the government doesn't think now is the time to t- <laughs> is that time. <laughs> Unfortunately, we just have to obviously, you know, hunker down in the meantime and find ways to yeah. users. So I'm sure we'll find something. <laughs> also, it means that with releases of both Avengers Endgame and Avatar, the um, ongoing battle to see who can make the most money. <laughs> <laughs> who will win? Avatar reclaim the top spot and just... Re- not because I love Avatar, because it would reignite like the, uh, the 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 passion and the trash talk among both sides. I think it'd be oh fun. yeah, bring out James Cameron. <laughs> Julie says that not fresh in Australia. We're just going into winter, so just starting. Does that mean, Julie, that the virus is about to take hold in Australia? I have not been. I don't because I know that it's been you know going at different rates in different parts of the world. Um, yeah, I guess here in the U.S. we're like. Maybe it's stage two of five, and China's like at stage four, hopefully. And we'll just see where it goes, man. Oh, God, there's know. stages. I completely made those up, by the way. I am not <laughs> any kind of epidemiologist. I don't yeah. know if there are actual stages. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but at the same time, there is some interesting news coming out for the TV and movie space. Mm-hmm. For example, for all you Star Wars nerds out there, there is some news about uh, the second season of The Mandalorian, the very popular and very beloved by me, Disney Plus show, <laughs> uh, the Star Wars universe. Mia, you are a Star Wars fan. What's going on here? Yeah, so not anything officially confirmed by Disney, but usually everybody gets the scoop before they make the announcement. Um, that Rosario Dawson has apparently been cast as Ahsoka Tano, um, live-action version in The Mandalorian, which is something that many fans have wanted, uh, especially people who are a fan of The Clone Wars, the animated show. It's currently on Disney Plus right now. Um, And Ahsoka is a really, really, really 
important um, character, like within the fan base and within Star Wars lore as a whole, except for she's just never gotten her due, like in the movies or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Clone Wars is like all the things that happen between episodes two and three. And it's kind of just like, you know, this big mystery about what happens to her. Why don't we see her? Um, so it is going to be pretty interesting to see her resurface um, in the time after the Empire, which is when uh, the Mandalorian takes place. So, yeah, it should be pretty interesting. Some people were a little, ups- uh, I wouldn't say upset, but they're like, oh, well, so? you know, Ash. Well, Ashley Eckstein, Eckstein is the voice of Ahsoka Tano. And she has been like the number one person you know when people think of ahsoka they think of actually x9 um so it was a little disappointing i think to some of the fans to know that she wouldn't be her in the live action um you know version but i think we'll see how it pans out with rosario or even how long she's actually going to be in the series i mean i hesitate to say anything about star wars fandom i'm not (laughs) i i I know they're very passionate but like Uh like it's Voice acting is different from acting acting, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And I it, can't it, think of many instances where, like, you cast a voice actor as the actor, like, the live action actor. It, that it translates. Yeah. I, ooh, wow. You know, I can't either. And I think, like, yeah. maybe, like, what's... It's a different skill set. It's not like a... Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, um... So, yeah, that was it. And, you know, what? what's okay about this, like, even if I think this Clone Wars fans are a little bit different from, like, the solid, like, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, like, Star Wars, Star Wars fanboys. So I do sympathize <laughs> with them and knowing that, you know, they're a little, they're a little different. They're a little nicer, but it should be pretty interesting to see. Um, we had a story go up on our website where someone was like, how did she fit into all of this? Which I had completely no idea. Um, they were like, she kind of trained under Yoda, so maybe she knows about like what baby Yoda is and what the species is. And she also knows someone who is kind of like a Mandalorian warrior or something like that. So maybe that might be a connection to how she meets up with Mando and all of them. Um, so yeah, nothing super confirmed, but it'd be interesting to find out what happens. I'm thinking that's confirmed. Um, what do you think of this idea? So I've heard yeah. uh, the idea that... And I, and, this makes sense to me. Uh, that you cast someone like Rosario Dawson, who is, by the way, Sherry says, I can't wait to see her in that hair, which yeah. <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> the tendrils, yeah. I'm thinking about you. Um, so I've heard that, and this makes sense to me, that the, that you cast Rosario Dawson, who's, who's a pretty big name. You know, she's been yeah. in Big Sin City, Daredevil. She is a name. Um, it reminds me of, like, Zoe Zaldana kind of being cast in Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. And like play like an alien type and game thing that way. But um, mm-hmm. the idea is that they're going to have her be in The Mandalorian to be in her oh. own show later. Which, yeah. by the way, what Bob Iger said that they're intending, which is former president of Disney, that they want to introduce Star Wars in The Mandalorian so they can set them up for like future series. And this sounds yeah. about exactly like what he was talking about. Like get a decently known name as a popular character, have her mm-hmm. guest star an episode of like the Mandalorian or two. And then the year after that, yeah. Tana show. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I think fans would love that. That sounds brilliant. And she's such a fascinating character because her whole backstory is like, um, so like Anakin Skywalker was the Padawan of Obi-Wan 
and Ahsoka was the Padawan or the student of Anakin. So, you know, it, you know, like what happens when you're the student of the guy who becomes Darth Vader and how does that affect your life? So I think that's pretty interesting. Um, and to be one of the few remaining Jedi after, you know, pretty much all the Jedi were executed. It's like, how do you go on with that? Um, and, you know, while Luke Skywalker is doing his thing because he's a Jedi, what was she doing? So I would be interested to see a spinoff with her. Again, I'm not huge on the Clone Wars, but I do know a lot about her, a lot about her backstory. So it does make for some, you know, an interesting TV show. David Harris at Wick loves the Clone Wars. He's a whole thing tomorrow, but how does he get to the Mandalorian Lauren whole thing? Um, yeah. Jen says cash grab. I okay, so <laughs> I I really like the Mandalorian so far. I really have, but I, I am yeah. wary. Like uh, I don't know of like a whole universe of Star Wars content coming. Like I love the first season, and again, mm-hmm. Disney ha- 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 has been quite good about um, kind of balancing the quality with the commerce. If you if you yeah. must. Want to go yeah. with that? Um, <laughs> I, I, I always do worry that they might glut themselves over. Like, what's so wrong with just having one great show called The Mandalorian? Do we have to have like I don't know how many spinoffs you're planning, but I bet it's more than one. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll reserve judgment until, of course, I see it. And I'm still looking forward to it, and I hope it doesn't get pushed back that much by uh, the coronavirus disaster. Yeah. Anything else you're watching, Mia? As we uh, go into Ooh. us, like, is it week three, two now? This is our third show from home, yeah. At least for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched, I started watching Tiger King on Netflix. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> that is totally insane. It is so right up my alley. Um, what's funny is that when I was doing a creative writing, no, this was two things. When I was studying magazine writing, and when I was doing a script writing class, um, I had read this book about, not this book, this long, long feature story about this guy in Ohio who kept like this massive zoo and it just all went to heck. And so what was funny was that, A, I, <laughs> such a long story, A, I, adapt, I wrote a script about said event for one of my classes, which was really, was really fun. And then B, um, said incident was also mentioned in Tiger King. And so it's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's that whole thing. So this is oddly on brand for me to see this. It's just about this crazy guy who, um, right. two guys really, who own, you know, big cats. And it's like fight to protect our animals and these private zoos and all that stuff. And it is a whirlwind, <laughs> to say the least. So I'm that's what I've been watching tonight. I'm uh, looking forward to it quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sh- <laughs> Anything else on, on your watch list? I've been watching Better Call Saul. That's great. Um, and oh. Yeah. And this time next week, I will have watched Devs because I've heard too many good things about it not mm-hmm. to try it. Um, I'm also watching, um, because I like the Righteous Gemstone so much, uh, the Dan McBride thing, we're, we're watching Eastbound and Down now, too, his former mm-hmm. HBO show. And, uh, yeah, he is an acquired but delightful taste. So... <laughs> Beyond that, you guys, um, yeah. if you want to listen to us while you are in quarantine, wherever you are. By the way, Sherry, uh, what state are you in? You say fourth day statewide lockdown. Because here in Illinois, I think it's been less than a week since they officially said, like, since the governor, um, Pritzker, said, mm-hmm. stay home. Like, it was Friday, I believe. 
Yeah, like no, Friday or Saturday. No, it was it, the, it was Saturday. Saturday, 5 p.m. was the official order. But before that, it was, yeah, it's been like at least a week or two. They've been encouraging people to stay home. I'm sure that'll keep going. But uh, yeah, yeah, if you want to binge us while you're in lockdown. Oh, you're in Maryland, says Jen. Cool. Um, um, we are available on iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are available. There's also the Wick Club, which is coming out with a new video and article this week. Yeah, it should be. You can buy a uh, Wick Club t-shirt to get into that and get prizes. Julie, yours is on the way. I did put it in the mail. It might take a, it might take a minute because um, Australia, but it, 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 it's, it's coming. Um, and that's that. Yeah, that. We will see you right here, same time, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, next Wednesday, here on the Winters Coming Facebook page. Uh, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Hey, Ohio, have you heard the buzz? Slinger's Signature Cocktails are the new go-to to go. Slinger's are convenient, canned, cocktail-inspired flavored beverages that bring you delicious flavors like Bahama Mama, Peach Screwdriver, and Pineapple Punch with 8% ABV. They pack a punch at a price you can't beat. No time to make fancy cocktails? Don't want to break the bank on a night out? Slingers has you covered. Blast your taste buds, not your wallet. Grab Slingers today. American Fermentation Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Please drink responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.